Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to change the world one miracle at a time. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Hal Elrod on the mic. He is the executive producer of The Miracle Morning Movie, based on the best-selling book that has sold over 2 million copies and enabled millions of people to transform their lives. In today's Fire Nation, we'll be talking about how Hal Elrod sold over 2 million books. I mean, such an accomplishment. We'll be talking about how The Miracle Morning can help you get more out of your life, how the movie's different from the book itself, and so much more, Fire Nation, when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Grow your online business with online courses by jumping into Thinkific's five-day course challenge today. Over five days, you'll hear from inspiring speakers who will walk you through the whole process so you'll know exactly where you're headed. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Hal, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. First of all, John, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. And, and Fire Nation, it is it is good to be back. Uh, it's been a long time. Um, something interesting me interesting about me that most people don't know is that uh, I do coffee enemas, mm. and uh, this is something. If you're not familiar with a coffee enema, it's where you heat up 32 ounces of water, uh, you you boil some coffee in it, and uh, and then you 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 use a tube mm-hmm. and you, you stick it in uh, an area, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. right? Uh, And then you hold the coffee inside for uh, 12 minutes and then you you go release it. So that's something I do every Saturday and every Sunday morning. And it's one of my favorite rituals that I do every week. So there you go. I don't don't share that too often. No, that's cool that you shared that uh, because for obvious reasons, a lot of people maybe keep that a little close to the vest. But my kind of question is, because I've tried this before, is... Does it actually get easier to, I mean, that 12 minutes seems like an eternity to me. And like, I wasn't able to last like more than a minute, but I've only done it one. I mean, like, can you just like build up some kind of tolerance to this? So I'm very strategic about it. I take a product um, before, like the few days before, two days before called um, intestinal formula number one. Mm-hmm. And you can get it on herbdoc.com. But it's uh, it basically, here's the point, John, is you've got to strategically plan your, your eating. Like I eat a very light meal the day before that's always vegetarian. So I don't have anything heavy because the idea is that that morning you need to clear everything got out. Because um, otherwise, even for me that's done this, for ever since I had cancer, like three years, it's difficult if you if if I'm not completely clear. So yeah. Wow. Well, Fire Nation, always learning something new every single day when I talk to this guy, no doubt. And I mean, there's a bold title to this episode, which is how to change the world one miracle morning at a time. And Hal, this is not your first rodeo on Entrepreneurs on Fire. So a certain number of people who are listening have heard this part of your story before, but not everybody because I'm getting new listeners every single day. And it's been a while since you have been on last. So for people that don't know, you've had multiple near-death experiences and you actually died at one point for six minutes. I mean, that may not be as difficult as holding a coffee enema for 12 minutes, but I'm sure it's comparable. But what happened during that time and how did that impact your life? 
and I haven't been on since the most recent near-death experience, if you will. Um, the the first one, I was 20 years old, and I was uh, hit head-on by my car. I was driving home on the freeway after I gave a speech at a sales meeting at one of our conferences for the company that I worked for, and uh, I was hit head-on by a drunk driver at 70 to 80 miles per hour on the freeway, both of us going 70 to 80 miles per hour full speed and he was in the wrong lane. We hit head on. My car spun off the drunk driver and the car behind me crashed into my driver's side door at 70 miles per hour. And instantaneously, I broke 11 bones on the left side of my body. My eye socket broke. The top of my skull was fractured. My ear was almost completely severed. I broke my arm. I shattered my elbow. I severed the radial nerve in my left forearm. I broke my pelvis in three places, crushed between this door and the center console. And my femur, the biggest bone in the human body, broke in half. And um, instantaneously, I started losing a lot of blood. And I, an hour later, after the fire department had used the jaws of life to pull me out of the car, I, I died. I was clinically dead for approximately six minutes, rushed to the hospital, spent six days in a coma, flatlined twice more, and uh, came out of the coma to be told I would never walk again, and that I had permanent brain damage. And I was kind of joke. My wife will vouch for the brain damage. My kids will vouch for the brain damage. Um, but miraculously, if you will, um, I had this really positive attitude, this unwavering faith that I was going to walk again to the point where the doctors thought I was delusional and in denial. And uh, three weeks later, I took my first step and, you know, kind of the rest is history, uh, so to speak. And so that was my first, you know, I guess near death, but it was an you know actual death experience. And then the second was three and a half years ago. Uh, one night I woke up and I, I had trouble breathing. I was, I was gasping for air. And uh, over the course of the next 11 days, I was in and out of the emergency room almost every other day. I had my lung drained, I think it was seven times, 11 liters of fluid from my lung to ultimately find out that I had a very rare and aggressive form of cancer, acute lymphoblastic leukemia, which has a 20 to 30% survival rate. And you know, if you're if you're a pessimist, that's at 70 to 80%, you're you're going to die oh. rate. And you know, I'm a dad, I've got a, a at the time my daughter was 7, my son's 4, uh my wife, I won't tell you her age, but um you know, that, that, that was obviously the, the most difficult news to hear. And um, I made similar decisions that I made around the car accident where I decided I can't change. And here, here's this, I'll transition into the impact. I, I decide, I, I realized that I can't change what's happened to me. It's already happened. I can't change that I was in a car accident. I can't change that I have cancer. And so during the car accident, I decided the only logical, intelligent choice I have is to completely, unconditionally accept my life exactly as it is and put no energy into resisting my reality. And in doing so, I was at peace. I was happy. I was grateful. And I decided if I'm in a wheelchair the rest of my life I'm not, and, and, I, and I can't change it, I will accept it unconditionally and I will be the happiest, most grateful person that you've ever seen in a wheelchair. And the day I was diagnosed with cancer and told I had a 20 to 30% chance of surviving, I made the exact same decision. I can't change that I have cancer, so there's no value in wishing it were different and wishing it didn't happen and resisting my reality. The only intelligent choice I have is to accept my the fact that I have cancer unconditionally and I chose to be the happiest, most grateful I had ever been and learn from my challenges, my adversity, while I endured the most difficult time in my life. And in both circumstances, I was able to, you know, like I mentioned, walk 
three weeks later. Um, and then I beat cancer in the way the doctors kind of were, were dumbfounded in both these circumstances. And to me, the lesson, the biggest lesson for you listening to this right now, that there's really two of them. There's two that kind of work together. And one is unconditional acceptance and the other is unwavering faith. The idea that all of our emotional pain is self-created by our resistance to our reality. It wasn't the fact that I was in a car accident that caused emotional pain. It would have been if I would have resisted it, wished it didn't happen, thought it wasn't fair, and, and, and dreaded the possibility of never walking again. Instead, I made that conscious decision to unconditionally accept all of my life exactly as it was. And then it had no power over me. And by the way, you don't need to go through a major adversity to go through this. You can apply this in everyday traffic, right? Don't get frustrated in traffic. You can't change the traffic. You can accept it, be at peace with it, and choose to be the happiest and most grateful that you've ever been while you endure the most difficult time in your life. And right now, with what's going on in the world, you know, for a lot of us, a lot of people that are, you know, there's so much fear and uncertainty. There's a lot of unprecedented and unpredictable and unexpected circumstances that we can either resist and, and, and feel upset about, or we can be at peace with and move through gracefully. And the second decision or the second lesson is this unwavering faith. You've got to focus on, visualize, imagine, and move toward what you want for your life. For me, in the hospital at age 20, I visualized walking again every day. I didn't speak of what I was afraid of. I, I spoke into faith, into what it was that I wanted. And when I had cancer and I felt that fear, I replaced it with faith. And I, I would affirm, I am committed to do everything in my power to beat cancer and live to be 100 plus years old alongside my wife and our two kids, no matter what, there is no other option. And now I affirmed those exact words every single day over and over and over, affirming what I was committed to and then living in alignment with who I needed to be and what I needed to do to create that reality. And if you're listening to this right now, you can apply those to every area of your life. You have to unconditionally accept who you are and where you are at this moment so you can be at peace with it. And then you've got to put energy into maintaining unwavering faith in what it is that you want to create for your life and then simply live in alignment with who you need to be and what you need to do every day to move in that direction. And if you do those two things, to me, that's kind of the, the key that unlocks the door to the life that we're meant to live. Fire Nation, there's nothing of value that I can add to what Hal just shared, but I do just want to repeat unconditional acceptance and unwavering faith. Think about that. Now, Hal, thanks to you, I actually got a book agent and signed with HarperCollins Leadership, and I'm actually going to be publishing my first book in the spring of 2021, so I'm very grateful to you yes. for that introduction. I'm fired up about that. But, you know, to backtrack a little bit, I mean, you self-published a book that went on to sell millions of copies. I mean, over 2 million to date, and it's been translated into over 37 languages. I mean, you know, if we do a fraction of that with the whole HarperCollins machine behind it and everything that, you know, we can do, it'll be a massive success. So how the heck did you accomplish success on that level? First of all, congratulations on your book deal. Thank you. Yeah, super exciting. I'm so glad that, that all worked out. I, I, I had faith that it would. But 
So, so to me, there's two things. When I wrote The Miracle Morning, uh, well, first, I just want to say that I did not expect it to sell millions of copies. Now, in my heart, I knew it could impact millions of lives if it were to reach those people, but I had no platform. I had no podcast. I didn't have a blog. Like, people didn't know who I was. You know, I had a few dozen emails of uh, addresses of my coaching clients. But so I ended up, um, I self-published it because I, I was willing to do whatever it took for as long as it took to get the book in the hands of you know, millions of people. So that was the first thing is I started out though with really nothing and, you know, really from scratch. And then two things that are really important. If you have a book, if you're writing a book, there are two things that are crucial. And number one is the way that you structure your book. And I'm going to, you know, we could do a masterclass on this topic alone, which may be in the future, but here's the basic. Most books, if you think about it, all they do is they shift your thinking, and it's a very temporary shift. What happens when you're reading a book, imagine you read something and you're like, whoa, mind blown, you know? And that creates an emotional response inside of you that you might wanna share with other people. Dude, have you read this book? It's amazing. But here's the problem. Most books, when they shift our thinking, they're often temporary shifts in thinking because you know, once we get onto the next book, now we've got all these new shifts in thinking and we're starting to forget the old ones. And so the problem is most people don't talk about books they've read in the past consistently because they're now focused on the next book they're reading. So here's the number one secret, in my opinion, to create a book that creates a worldwide movement, becomes a word of mouth phenomenon. It is to shift people's behavior in a meaningful way that lasts indefinitely. So the book you're talking about, The Miracle Morning, The Miracle Morning is a daily ritual that millions of people do every day around the world, even though the book was read maybe months or years ago. There are people that read the book in 2012 when it came out that are still doing their Miracle Morning eight years later. So they're still talking about the book because they're still benefiting from what it teaches. So if you are writing a book or if you have a book that you can go, you know, update, you've got to create measurable, meaningful, consistent, repetitive behavior change for people, ideally in the form of rituals or routines that they can do so that they continue to talk about the book long after they read it. And then the second tip, which it's not really rocket science, but I find with most authors this is not something that they do, which is a commitment to continue promoting and sharing that one book until it reaches the amount of people that you want it to reach. I still do podcast interviews every week for the Miracle Morning book that I published eight years ago. I've done hundreds, over 400, 500 podcast interviews, TV shows, you know, on and on and on. And so I, the secret is the word until right? Circle that, underline it. It's putting forth that extraordinary effort to reach. And this is, doesn't matter if it's a book, it could be a, a program, a course, a company, a product, right? But it's focusing on that one thing until it reaches the masses, until it hits, you know, the tipping point, critical mass, whatever you want to call it. So that's really it. It's just, it's creating a book that changed people's behavior and then being committed to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to get that book in front of, you know, now it's, we're shooting for over a billion people and, you know, we're at two and a half million. So we have, you know, a long way to go. Shift people's behavior in a meaningful way that lasts forever. Such a powerful phrase, Fire Nation. And Beyond this book, I think another great example is How to Win Friends and Influence People. Like That was a book that was coming to my mind when Hal was talking because I'm just like, man, that book has shifted people's behavior in a meaningful way that lasts forever. And that's why Dale Carnegie crushed it with that book because he taught people how to win friends and influence people and shifted their behavior in an incredibly 
meaningful way that, again, was easy to talk about. Like, oh, wow, like, I kind of feel like you're bringing a different energy and confidence into the room. Like, what's happening? Well, of course, mm-hmm. you want to talk about it, and that's powerful. So, Fire Nation, we have so much more value to talk about as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Fire Nation, meet Clay Clark. Clay has been coaching businesses just like yours since 2006. Yep, even through the Great Recession. And he does it for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee. At a time when Inc. Magazine reports that by default, 96% of businesses will fail within 10 years, Clay is helping businesses like yours to grow on average by 104% annually. You might be wondering, how's this even possible? Well, Clay only takes on 160 clients, which means means he's able to personally design your business plan. Plus, Clay's team helps you execute that plan with access to graphic designers, Google certified search engine optimizers, web developers, online advertising managers, videographers, workflow mappers, and accounting coaches to help you get on top of your numbers. Visit thrivetimeshow.com slash fire to see thousands of video testimonials from real clients who Clay has helped over the years. Then schedule your free consultation with Clay himself to see how he and his team can help you thrive. That's thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your own online courses. And we speak from personal experience. Since moving our online courses over to Thinkific in 2017, we have welcomed thousands of new students into our courses. If you're currently training people or considering it as a business model, and you've got a book, blog, coaching practice, YouTube channel, or podcast, then turning that into an online course can help you reach a wider audience, build revenue, and make a bigger impact. And Thinkific is the perfect partner to have by your side. Plus, Thinkific has an exclusive offer for you, Fire Nation, to join their free five-day course challenge. Over five days, you'll hear from inspiring speakers who have firsthand experience in building a thriving online course business, including myself. Get ready to take all the guesswork out of getting started. One student who recently finished the challenge said, this is an excellent course. It keeps you moving and takes a lot of the intimidation and confusion out of the process. I would highly recommend this challenge. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. So how we've kind of brushed upon this a little bit at the beginning, but the reality is this, you're in the middle of filming the Miracle Morning movie when you were diagnosed with cancer and you were given only that 30% chance of surviving. So talk to us about what that was like. Like, how did you find the strength to finish this movie with all of that going around in your life? The thanks goes to our uh, director, Nick Conadera. And Nick, the reason this whole thing was born, um, Nick uh, reached out to me about doing a, a movie about the Miracle Morning. He, he's a member of the, he does the Miracle Morning. He, we're friends. He's in the Facebook group. And he would see these stories of people that were like, I lost, you know, 80 pounds on the Miracle Morning, doing the Miracle Morning. I overcame my depression. I, I started a business. Like he would see all these amazing results. And he goes, how we should do a movie about this mission of changing millions of lives one morning at a time. And then we can feature your story of doing it, but all these stories of the people who are being impacted. And I said, that's wow, I love that idea, but I, I can't wrap my head around it, you know, like maybe someday. And um, he kept pinging me about it. And then one day he reached out. He said, what's your mission, Hal? I, I heard it's evolved. And I said, yes, now it is. We've reached a million people. It is now to elevate the consciousness of humanity one morning at a time, one person at a time. And he said, what percentage of humanity reads self-help books? 
and I kind of got where he was going with this, but I go, ah, like 1%. And he said, and what percentage watch television? And I said, probably the other 99%, you know, I don't exactly know, but I go, gosh, I guess we're making a movie. And so we started out on this path to make a film that kind of duplicated what the Miracle Morning did for people by, you know, teaching them it and how to do it. But it was then revealing the morning routines of some of the world's most successful entrepreneurs, visionaries, leaders, right? JLD, you're in the film, you know, Brendan Burchard, Mel Robbins, Layla Ali, Robin Sharma, Robert Kiyosaki, on and on and on, Lewis Howes. We, we filmed the morning routines of all these people so we could bring more than just the book, go beyond the book and go, well, how do some other people start their day? What are their morning rituals? And then, as you mentioned, halfway into filming, I was diagnosed with cancer and given a 20 to 30% chance of surviving. And I called Nick, I called our, um, my director, our director, and I said, Nick, hey man, I've got some crazy news. Uh, I have this really rare, aggressive form of cancer and um, it, like the odds of me living for more than the next few weeks uh, or months are not very good and I've got to focus all my energy on this. So the movie's on hold um, until further notice. You know, I just, I can't think about anything right now because I've got one focus, you know? And um, he said, you know, he was there as a friend and then he ended up reaching either on that call or calling me back. I don't remember. But he said, Hal, hey, I, I would love to come. Can I come film you in the hospital? And I was kind of taken aback. I'm like, dude, what are you talking mm. about? And he said, Hal, he said, look, he said, number one, you're going to beat this. He said, if anybody's going to beat this, I have no doubt that you're going to beat the cancer. He's like, so that, I'm not worried about that. I'm like, OK, well, I have the same mindset, but OK, I keep going. He said, look, he said, we were, we were, I've been filming a movie about you on this journey to change millions of lives with the miracle morning. He said, this is, this is part of your journey. He said, we, we've got to capture this. And he said, and then when you beat the cancer, we'll have that, we'll have it all filmed. And so I, you know, I said, okay, I trust you, you know, come down. And so anyway, long story short, the first hour of the film is the original vision and it's, it's, it's powerful. It's fascinating. But then all of a sudden, you know, I come, thank goodness I did these selfie video blogs without even knowing it was going to be part of the movie, but I was just sharing it with my community and my friends and my family, like keeping them in, in on the journey that I was on. Um, and then all of a sudden the last 30 minutes of the movie is, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it, it, it it's, it's incredible. Like it's this it really powerful journey of people, uh, or I mean of, of, you know, of, of my fight for my life. And you see me at like my darkest moments in the ER, like, you know, I'm on chemo. I have no hair. I'm skinny. I'm bawling my eyes out cause I'm in so much pain. Mm -hmm. And yet talking about how grateful I am for all of the pain, all of the struggle, all of the cancer, because it is, it is making me a better version of myself. And I really believe that you know, it's the whole, that that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And for me, I look at it as Every challenge is an opportunity for us to learn, to grow, and to become better than we've ever been before. And I feel like this movie at this time, it, it couldn't be happening, you know, coming out at, at a better time than with the state of the world right now. And it really empowers people to change themselves first internally so that they are in the right state of mind and have the right, you know, physical energy and all of those things to be able to create the circumstances they want in their life, even in the midst of, you know, the, the outer world feeling a little bit out of control. And so it was really my team. I'm so grateful for while I was in the hospital, they continued going out and filming influencers and, you know, and, and making this film. And, and then, as I mentioned to you, uh, we spent uh, about a month ago, we spent an entire month re-editing the entire thing. Uh, and uh, you got more FaceTime, which I think yeah, was yeah. You know, probably, 
Yeah, it's probably going to be the key to the movie, you know, <laughs> doing so well. Oh, do go on. <laughs> <laughs> Love it all, Fire Nation. And, you know, one thing I just want to pull out that Hal said, and it's just, it's one of these things we've all heard, but how often have we put this into practice? You know, what doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. And the fact that Hal could have that mindset throughout everything with his kids there, with his wife, family, and all this stuff going on, like that is just a testament to the strength of that quote. Now, Hal, for those people who have read the book, how is this movie different? Great question. And I think that the original intention of the movie was to make it as close to the book as possible because the book kind of if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. I'm like, hey, look, the book is really impacting people's lives. They're telling their friends and you know family about it. I thought, let's keep it close. And then it, what's interesting in my my uh, director, Nick Conadera, warned me up front. He said, look, he said, if this is a documentary. It was almost foreshadowing the cancer. He's like, like, this is going to play out. We don't know how it's going to play out. It's not like a feature film where you script it, right? It's unscripted. He said, so this is going to be a journey that you're on. And we filmed, you know, me going to Paris and do, you know, doing this media tour in Paris for the Miracle Morning. But um, I think that if I look at the components of what makes it different, um, it is really, you know, that you see the morning routines of, of some of the world's most successful individuals. Um, it is that you follow this journey that I'm on and you really see that, you know, if you're, if you're someone that is an entrepreneur or you, you, you are someone that's trying to impact the world, you know, that's, you see how this kind of unfolds in real time, kind of the playbook, like how does someone reach millions of people? Because again, I, if I rewind to when I was writing the book, I was this, scared, insecure, kind of first time author going like, who's going to read this? And, and how am I going to convince anybody to wake up early, you know? And so really you kind of see from early beginnings, kind of that journey to reaching, impacting millions of people. And so if that's something that you want to do, or you have a desire to impact millions of people, this kind of shows you behind the scenes of, of how that is done. Um, and then, you know, for me, the mission that that I'm on, and it's really become this collective mission of the Miracle Morning community, which, you know, again, millions of people around the world, 300,000 in our Facebook group. Um, the mission is to elevate the consciousness of humanity one morning and one person at a time. And so I feel so compelled, given the context of 2020, that this film will help you know, anyone, whatever space, if you're already in like a great place and your, your business is thriving, you know, and, and you want, you just want to see how, how to reach millions of people, you know, like that's what you're really after. Great. But I think that for most of us, I think that for most of us, this has been a difficult year, you know, and it has for me. Um, I think for most of us, this has been a difficult, it's been a challenging year. It's brought a lot of things that none of us could have ever anticipated. I was reading my journal entry from uh, just the other day from January 1st of this year. I'm like, this is going to be the best year ever and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, you know, and not that it hasn't, you know, been or can't be the best year ever for any of us. Um, but I do really feel like for all of us, this is the number one thing for all of us to focus on is the only thing that we can control and it's our inner world it's our self and to me this film gives you a a real strategy a real roadmap and and real perspective kind of seeing you know what i was what i'm going through throughout the cancer journey of like wow no matter what's happening outside of me no matter what's happening around me i am ultimately completely both completely responsible and completely in control 
of what's going on inside of me. And if you really think about all we want is to feel good. And if you can learn, as I feel like I've kind of been able to learn through all these journeys and this, the car accident, the cancer, if you can learn how to optimize your inner world, if you can learn how to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically kind of have your own force field where nothing controls how you feel except for you that you can every day wake up and dedicate time to becoming the person that you need to be the best version of yourself to create everything you want for your life. And in doing so, while doing so, you optimize your inner world so that you get to choose which emotions would best serve me in any given moment. If you want to feel happy, if you want to feel confident, if you want to feel you know, generous, whatever you want to think, feel, be, that to me is what the Miracle Morning and, and really this film enables everyone to be able to do. So Hal, I had to chuckle just a little bit when you said, how am I going to convince anybody to wake up early? And like now you've sold over 2 million copies of this book and people are jumping out of bed in the morning because they've, they have this miracle morning ahead of them. Because it actually reminded me of when I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire and I asked myself, how am I going to convince 365 entrepreneurs to come on my show every single year? You know, now fast forward, you have over 2 million books sold. Fast forward, you know, I get 400 applications every month. So now I'm not even trying to find wow. people. I'm getting 400 applications a month, not even a year per month for the show, over 2,700 episodes and, and recorded, you know, over the past eight years. So Fire Nation, what can you control your inner world. You can control your inner world. And yes, you're going to be like myself and Hal, who doubted ourselves at the beginning and said, who's going to wake up early? Who's going to come on my show that nobody's ever heard about? It's a crazy idea. Like, what are we thinking about? But when you know it and when you believe in it, when you control your inner worlds, you can take the next step. And that's all you need to do is just take the next step. We're not asking you to complete the journey in one fell swoop. Take the next step. So, Hal, break it down for Fire Nation. They've read the book or they're about to after this interview. They also need to know how to check this movie out because Fire Nation, as Hal said, I was very honored to at one point have one feature in the film. Now I'm featured twice, which is twice as cool. So I hope you want to watch it for that reason alone and all the other awesome reasons too. Hal, how can Fire Nation get their viewing eyeballs on this movie? That's my favorite question right now, I think. <laughs> so we're actually doing something really special. We were we were going to do a theater release uh, right when COVID hit. I was I, going. It was going to be a red carpet. It was going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had a whole thing planned and that fell apart. And of course, at first we were so disappointed and then it all worked out for the better because we got to really uh, up level the film. But here's the point. Um, it's going to be a live world premiere and immersive online experience 12-12-2020. So when you get a ticket, you can go to MiracleMorningMovie.com, MiracleMorningMovie.com to get your ticket right now. Um, but you're going to see there's a special on that day. It's a special welcome message for me. You'll watch the film immediately followed by an implementation training so that you can either start your Miracle Morning or I give advanced training in there. Like if you're, you know, most people watching this will be half of them at least will be Miracle Morning practitioners. So I teach how to do these advanced practices in your Miracle Morning as well. And then there's a live Q&A with me and the filmmakers. And so if you go to MiracleMorningMovie.com, you can get your ticket and you can, you'll be a part of all of that. And again, it's live on 12-12-2020, which happens to be the eight-year anniversary of the Miracle Morning book uh, publication date. 
Fire Nation, you need to be a part of this. It's going to be that immersive experience that Hal's talking about. I'm going to be there. Hal's going to be there. So many amazing people are going to be there together. We're going to feel that energy when things are live going on right now in the flesh, in person. And by in person, of course, I mean the live <laughs> world premiere, virtually our new in person that we have. And it's over at MiracleMorningMovie.com. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with H-E and J-L-D today. So keep up that heat. And the call to action, Fire Nation, MiracleMorningMovie.com. I hope to see you there. How? what is the last thing you want to leave Fire Nation with today? That wherever you are in your life right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. And I know it doesn't always feel that way. But... I would encourage you, be at peace with where you are, unconditional acceptance of exactly where you are while you maintain unwavering faith that you can and will get where you want to go. And and realize this, that when you finally get there, you know, most of us every day, we have so much like just kind of stress, like I want to be further along than I am, or we compare ourselves with where other people are. We create all this unnecessary stress and realize that when you finally get to the point in your life that you've been working so hard for, for so long, you look back and you realize that the timing and the journey is always perfect. So be at peace with where you are while you maintain unwavering faith and take action every day toward where you want to go. And when you get there, the timing will be perfect. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Hal. And are you ready to rock your very own podcast? Well, you're in good luck because I have a free podcasting course where I teach you how to create and launch your very own podcast for free, free podcastcourse.com. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Grow your online business with online courses by jumping into Thinkific's five-day course challenge today. Over five days, you'll hear from inspiring speakers who will walk you through the whole process so you'll know exactly where you're headed. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. thrivetimeshow.com slash fire.